Welcome to the Raw and Uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. And on today's podcast, we have a special guest. He's special in more than one way. His name is Big Bernard, a.k.a. Matthew Martin Babine is here because we're going to be talking about the wheel of life. Yes, we are. I know. Wheel of life. I love the wheel of life. I feel like I'm on the wheel of life. <laughs> well, that's the alternative to the wheel of not life, so I'll take the wheel of life any <laughs> I, day of the week. I feel like I'm on the rack of life. Yeah. <laughs> the rack of land. Right? Oh, my know. God, man. Uh, Torture. 2023 was a little torturous. I'm not going to lie. It was good. It's over. No, it's moving on. <laughs> it's 2024. Do you love how Matt Babine, like, I'm I'm the one that's like, <laughs> speaks the truth, and then he, like, kind of, like, dances around it. Yes. Well, I had a lot of good things happen to me in 2023. Well, so no, we, gonna, we... I focus on the positive. That's oh, wow. Me. Well, we both focus on the positive, <laughs> but I also, as you know, want to bring the real deal shit yes. to the people. Um, we're doing some things a little differently here on the Bitches Podcast. Really? Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, if you would have listened to last week's podcast, like a good boy, yes. you would have known. I'll be listening to that one today. Okay. Immediately. <laughs> Sorry about that. We're actually uh, recording this on January 2nd. We want to get some in the can just in case shit gets wild because we have a lot <laughs> of stuff going on in the next couple of weeks with business and planning and, you know, because we like to have 15 jobs, man. Yeah. 15 jobs and all good. Yeah. All good stuff. All good. You'd listen. You don't have to be positive. We can be real. I am. I'll tell you something if I'm not positive about it. I'll tell you right now. All right. So you just better be nice. Don't piss me, me off. <laughs> okay. So here's the deal. A couple things. I'm filling in Big Bernard here as I'm also filling in all of you across Ambitious Land is number one is we are doing this thing called AKA Ask Katie Anything. And this last week, so the prior week, we had a woman named Shelby reach out to me via email and she asked me, what is the best tool that you have used to get clear cut and concise about your future goals? Okay. So she emailed me at help at kbmfc.com. So if you deeply desire to have me answer a question for you, or you would like to give me a podcast topic, email me at help at kbmfc.com so that I can not only shout you out here on the podcast, but I can also send you a beautiful thank you gift in the mail from the bottom of my little black heart. Gratitude for taking time out of your busy day. So I said to Matt, listen, this chick, Shelby, she emailed me. She wants to know the best tool. What do you think it is? And Matt said, definitely 100% the wheel of life. We both have our wheels. So if you're watching this, here's our wheels. Karina Babine dumped a whole bottle of coffee on mine last week. So I'm going to be revamping that. You can see if you're watching this, you can see over here. Oh, it's opposite. You can see over here, all the coffee stains. But we're going to be talking about everything that we wrote down on our wheel of life. And we use this wheel of life to balance our lifestyle and to 
really design our lives because we're the CEOs of our lives. Yes. Right? Absolutely. No one's going to save us. Yeah. And this was great. This was, I really enjoyed this. You liked it, Matt. Yeah. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. This Matt awesome. liked it a lot. Great exercise. And uh, I'm excited to use the Wheel of Life this year. So before we get into it, I get to uh, have my guest pull a card because we have been, this is the second podcast of the year, and we are now using my witch cards to set the tone and the energy for the actual podcast. Nice. So you ready to pull a card? I am. All right, let me get my card. Deck. Hold on. I love pulling a card. It's like Vegas. Matt also likes to pull his pud. But <laughs> <laughs> here is our cards. You can get these on kbmfc.com. They're the witch cards standing for woman in total control of herself. They're dope cards, mm. like incredible cards. You Have have you worked with these cards yet before? I haven't. No, I know you've done a lot of work with the girls with this. Oh, yeah. I haven't. I do. I use these cards almost every day over on the app. We do a lot of card work over there. So I just like the it. First time. It's I fun. Okay, let me shuffle up the cards. Are you excited about this I while am. we shuffle? Yes. What do you think that um, your biggest fear is in talking about your wheel of life today? My biggest fear? No fear. Um, talking about it and actually doing the things made me a little bit of fearful. More trepidation? Uh, yes, yes. Um, I can talk about a lot of things, but now it's actually putting it into action. What did you so. just say when you came into the office about how exhausted you were? Oh, God, I was, I was so tired. I, I, I was the second day of January, and it's like, I don't know why I'm so tired. And I'm like, oh, I know why, because I'm thinking about all the things I'm trying to do today in one year, right, to try to get these things yeah. done. And I'm like, what am I doing? you got to just take it easy. And pick one thing and move in the right direction. You know, make small changes instead of all of a sudden starting to do everything in one day. Did you not listen to my Course in Miracles chat yesterday I, on the app? I actually did listen to that. And that's what and when someone says they're tired, what does it really mean? Um, um, I'm, I'm probably not tired. Matthew. Okay. So I'm just saying. Um, when someone says I'm stressed out or I'm. Oh, I know, stressed. If, if you're saying it's stressed. It's what if you're saying afraid. you're tired all the time? If You're probably just uh, exhausted. No. What is it? Did you listen at all? I didn't hear that part. Apparently. I said if you say that you're tired all the time, it means oh, you're actually really afraid. Down. Oh, afraid. Yes, yes. I so that's you. why I'm saying to you, what was your fear? And if you peel the onion down to the nub, you just said it like. And you said, oh, I'm tired. But really, you're like, shit, I'm trying to put way too much on my plate in one yes. day. Yeah, not only that, and I'm fearful of change too, because my me personally, I have a hard time with change, and I'm trying to do a lot of different things to change. Really, I didn't know All that about stuff. you. All good stuff, but I have to just kind of do it a little slower. I think. Where did this fear of change come from? I don't know. You know, I probably have to think. I'll have to think about that. You're being a shitty podcast guest. Well, right I, now. you know, fear of change. I don't know. I'm, I actually have to think about it. No, you know? don't think. Just let the words flow off your tongue. Fear of change. Why am I afraid of change? Are you actually afraid of success? Like, what no. if I actually succeeded? What would happen? No, I'm not afraid of success. I'm probably afraid of failure, afraid of, uh, you know, not looking good. Probably the old things that I've been fighting with all my life, like putting yourself out there and maybe, you know, not looking great at it because I it, certain things great. And I think the change is like, oh, I don't do that that great. Maybe I should do that another day. Or do you think it's, it's like imposter be. syndrome? Sometimes, you know, sometimes, you know, my back, uh, my background, probably I'm always beaten back diff different things, you know, how I was raised and so forth and so on. So absolutely. Sometimes even in my success, you kind of feel um, a little bit like that, you know, like you're an imposter. Okay. So everybody just heard what Matt Bayman talked about, right? So now we're going to pull the cards. Oof. Let's see if this card aligns with what Matt just said. I think this podcast is over. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I'm 
I'm not changing anything. <laughs> All right. I'm shut, just joking. Shut I'm your little pie hole. Right. Okay. Put your hand on this card. All right. There you Ready? Go. Okay, yes. Close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Everybody out there in bitches land, unless you're driving, close your eyes. Let's take a nice deep breath together. Inhaling in through our noses, filling up our lungs. Letting all the way out. Exhale. God, goddess, universal life force energy, all of our guardians and guides and loved ones who are no longer here on this three-dimensional earth plane and all of our ancestors who came before us and our family of galactic beings of light. Surround us and fill up our vessels with your light and your love and your ancient wisdom. Help not only Matt, but everyone out there listening in Ambitious Land receive the message that they desire today. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank you in advance. And so it is. So it is. Okay. You ready to pick a card? Pick a card, any card. Whatever card really calls you. I'm going to look and see and feel. Yeah. That's what you do when you pick a card. Let me see the sucker. Good. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But... Whoa. Okay. You I guys, know. I know this card. You do? Yes. I've pulled it before on the app. Pulled it, but when we got married, you pulled that. No, I didn't have these cards, but if I did, it would have been a very different situation. So the card that Matt pulled today is the Predator card. Ugh. And I know what this is about. What is it? So I think it's hilarious that uh, you just talked about what you talked about. Let me pick it up. No, 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 no. It's always the first card that you pull, kid. Okay, you ready? Yes. Predator, number 41. That sounds beautiful. We were just watching the movie The Predator the other day. That's what I was saying. Everything's about the Predator. Oh, my God. Okay, the Predator card. Y'all ready? You know that voice of the psyche that wants you to comply or conform in order to fit in, or shames you for being selfish, or tells you it's honorable and responsible to deny your longing, demanding you to fold your dreams away into a people-serving-shaped box. It's a predator you adopted as family, the voice condemning and convincing you that following your deepest desires will hurt other people. (laughs) Hmm. Suck on that for a second. I'm sucking. I'm sucking. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> it's inside you. The call is coming from inside the house. The predator is an unholy inquisitor. He might have first showed up outside you in your original home, church, mm. or school, and most certainly in our culture as a whole. But he now is alive as the inner patriarchy. It's the force that wants to control you in order to keep you small and unthreatening. It's moved into the psyche as it does generation after generation if left unquestioned. A witch, woman in total control of herself, and I know this is obviously my husband, but this is a collective card reading knows it's purposeful to speak truth to power, to stand up and march for justice, fairness, and decency. But she is also determined to march on behalf of the girl or the boy inside of him or her living with that monster. He or she is willing to take to the inner streets to clean up the injustice of bullying thoughts, blaming self-talk, and name-calling. He or she speaks up for fairness when the internal predator voice demands that he or she pleases everyone else before herself or himself. 
he or she embodies fierce decency when her dreams, his dreams or hungers or passions are shamed and belittled from within. It is time to take a stand against the unholy inquisition of the psyche and develop the tools to defeat the toxic patriarchy living there. You deserve nothing less. Was this not on point with what you're just saying? Oh boy. Okay, let's let's whip this. For today. Happy ladies and everyone enjoying this one. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this. What, when when I was reading this card, what were you feeling when I was saying these things? When I was, the main thing was what I talked about earlier was the fear of change, right? So the predator is probably the the thing or the energetic force that I'm probably battling against, right? To be able to go to the next level or whatever I want to do. Right. Because it says here, it's the force that wants to control you in order to keep you small and unthreatening. Like what if you really did, and we're going to talk about this on the Wheel of Life podcast. This is right. so, it's so appropriate. It this card, appropriate, it's so yeah. appropriate where you're saying, I mean, this is what we're doing here. Like, it's and, just, when I, and actually when I did the Wheel of Life, I really went outside my comfort zone. Yeah. You know, things that I want to really make happen. And I hope that everyone that does this work really does follow Matt's lead and does grow outside their comfort zone. Because as you know, if, you, if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, you know that nothing good comes from the comfort zone. So my question to you, Matt, is do you feel like there are voices in your head and your subconscious mind that want to keep you small? Absolutely. Yeah. And what does the voice say? What is the voice saying to you? Um, probably things that I've been beaten back since my you know childhood like, or whatever. Like, well, you're not enough. Um, you know, uh, who are you to be able to do such and such, whatever I'm trying to accomplish. And, you know, uh, beaten back my poverty mindset. Um, all the things that you go around and kind of like sneaks into your subconscious mind and it comes up and it's always a battle to be in top on top of those things, right? When it comes up, I know what it is most of the time because I wouldn't be as successful as I am today, mm -hmm. but I know it's a constant battle and I could actually do more if I take more chances and I, I try to do more things that, that I put on my wheel of life. Right. I, I definitely can. Right. And the only thing that holds you back is what? Fear, taking action, fear of taking action, not looking great when you do something. You know, um, everything is about messy action. You know, yeah. nothing's going to be freaking perfect. No. And I wish. Sometimes I'm waiting and waiting until it's perfect. I think a lot of people do. And the people that really succeed in life, no matter what you're trying to accomplish, is just, I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it. And that's what I want 2024 to be about for me is just to do it. And whatever happens, happens. And if I don't, if it doesn't come out good, move on, do it again or do it differently or make a change. But don't you think that most people, and we surround ourselves with a lot of very high earners, very smart people, you know, who are very successful. Don't you think, well, because we talk to them all the time about yes. what they've gone through in their lives. Don't you think that it's really just a, like a numbers game? Like how many times can I fail and get back up? It is. It is. And, and, you know, people think success in anything is just a straight line and it's not, it's always like a, you know, it's like a, uh, uh, you know, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down until you get to the little success and then up and down, up and down and up and down again. And then you get a little bit more success. And I think the only people that know that are successful people. I'm talking about either you, you, medicine, business, life, law, whatever, whatever you're in, physical fitness, it's never uh, just a quick shot. Here I am, you know? Um, and I think that's, um, that's what a lot of people battle with. And a lot of successful people that are really honest people, they'll tell you, 
shit, this wasn't fucking easy. I had a, I lost money. I did this. I did this wrong. I just put myself out there probably more than anybody else. Yeah. You know? Uh, another thing too, not just about m- losing money, but constantly having, and I think this is even a bigger issue, is constantly having to reprogram your subconscious mind. And not not losing money or whatever, but it's just losing face. Or I, oh, you tried that, huh? That didn't go well. Uh, you know what I mean? That yeah, but who of, would say that to you unless they were a hater? Would. Nobody would. But what I'm saying is, it's oh uh, no, they would. They're just fucking they haters. They're fucking hater. <laughs> they hate you. But you know, those are the things that I constantly, and I think a lot of people, and even really successful people that I look up to, just a better battling at those demons than probably me. And I think once I get better at that, I'll be, uh, I'll beat the shit out of that predator. <laughs> I hope that our card pull today really resonated with all of you. Because truly, who are you not to be beautiful, talented, fabulous, wonderful, amazing, successful, healthy, all the things that we talk about here in Ambitious? Like, it is your birthright to have the life of your dreams and your desires. And I think the card says it all where it's just like, we have to reprogram those voices in our head that say like what you just said, like, who are you not to do this? And you were an orphan and you know, whatever, like everyone here knows your story. And if, even if they're new, I'm sure that they've listened to the podcast in the past. Right. Sure. I have the same voices in my head. They're just a little bit different than yours just because of what I grew up, what my programming was. Mm -hmm. And it's every day I wake up and it's a constant battle to push those voices out i don't think that they'll ever be gone no i don't think so either. but we can quiet them we can yes. make them more silent yep. and i also you know when i hear those voices in my head i laugh and i go shut the fuck up yep. because i know that that voice isn't me right that voice is the predator the predator right well, it's, a good way to just identify it yeah that's great. Just hunting you down in the jungle. In the jungle. And it looks just like the leaves. Well, I need to be on a Schwarzenegger and kill this fucking predator. It's such a good, oh my God, it's like kind of a good, it's kind of a good metaphor. Right? Yeah. Right? Like if you ever saw that old Arnold Schwarzenegger movie from like the 80s, 80s like called Predator, yeah. and they were all going in to do like this special operation in the jungle of South America or whatever. Yeah. And there was like this alien fucking weird looking thing like stalking them. Hunting them. Hunting them. Trophy, that's, taking trophies. Right, yeah. right. And isn't it the same thing with like the subconscious mind was the predator and the one that ended up at the end of the movie living was the one that had the least fear. Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. Right. Yeah. And he was like the craftiest. Craftiest and he, he did it. So yeah. don't we have to be the same way in our own lives? Yes. And if you are young here, go and watch an watch 1980s movie. movie and you're going to be like, what the fuck is it going on? It was actually on? the first time I saw Predator too, So it was a week ago. So <laughs> I don't know. I watch Arnold's movies all the time. I know. That was one I never saw. Matt was having a boner for Arnold Schwarzenegger because his Netflix special came out. Yeah. And then Sylvester Stallone's Netflix special came out. Yes. And Matt loves like, one of your things that you like to do is you like to study people who are like great. Yes. And, you know, even if you don't align with Arnold Schwarzenegger you know, whatever. Right. He's fucking has done a lot of cool shit in his life. I mean, mean, he's done everything he wanted to. Absolutely. Okay. So let's get into the wheel of life. And what we're going to do is we're, Matt and I are going to talk openly and honestly about our goals, dreams, aspirations, what we wrote down on our wheel of life. And then what I want to do is I would like to um, give you some shadow work journaling questions that you can do on your own. Um, And another thing is if you want, the wheel of life. We're going to make 
you a printable PDF because you actually have to pay for them. I don't know why. It's so stupid. But I made uh, a Wheel of Life. So you, all you have to do is just uh, email me at help at kbmfc.com. And we will send you an email with the PDF of the Wheel of Life so that you can do it on your own as my little gift awesome. from you, from me to you. From me to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like from you to me, whatever the fuck. Okay. So let me just go over what the Wheel of Life is and then we're going to get into it. So psychologists define life balance as a state of equally moderate to high levels of satisfaction in important life domains, contributing to overall life satisfaction. In other words, a balanced lifestyle requires a holistic approach to your well-being. To achieve lifestyle balance, you will need to focus on a key component of key components that make up a rich and satisfying life. One useful way of visualizing a balanced lifestyle is the Wheel of Life, a coaching tool first introduced by Paul Meyer, one of the founders of the practice we now know today as life coaching, which is really cool. So this has been around, I think, since like the late 60s, early 70s. I just recently found out about it about a year ago. But if you think of the Wheel of Life, it almost coincides with the six life makers, so if you guys have read, you know, Ambitious the book and you've been following the podcast for a really long time, you guys know I always talk about the six life makers and or breakers. The Wheel of Life actually uh, chops them into a little bit more detailed, specific pie. Um, but really, if you think about your life ambitiously as this like six life maker, you can kind of integrate it into the Wheel of Life extremely easily. Okay, so the different parts of this pie. And if you're watching this, I'm going to just hold it up to you. You can see how I, I colored mine in. I have a bunch of notes around mine. Is the six parts of the pie are spirituality, which is my number one life maker, money and finances, which is my number six life maker, career and work, which is the third, which ties into money and finances in my book, Ambitious. Then there's health and fitness, fun and recreation, which really ties into you know your relationships and how you feel. Then you have your environment, which is my fifth life maker, community, which are also ties into relationships, family and friends also ties into relationships, and partner and love, which also ties into the relationships, and then personal growth and learning, which kind of ties into your spiritual connection, which is one of my life makers. So spirituality, money and finances, career and work, health and fitness, fun and recreation, environment, community, family, friends partner and love. And then last but not least, personal growth and healing. So what you want to do first is when you get your PDF, you want to get a whole bunch of like colored pencils or crayons or markers. And Matt and I did this what about a month and a half ago or so. Yeah. 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 I said to him one day, I said, Hey, I, I, I really want to do this thing. I think it's going to help us really define our goals because one thing that I have noticed about my relationship with my husband and We've been together since 2011. 10. 10. We've been, no, I met you in 10, but okay, I, would, yeah. I didn't start dating you until 2011. Yeah, Don't my, get your fucking my, dick in a twig. My, my mind was already. Yeah, you had like you. pictures of me in that spank bank, you fucking pervert, <laughs> in 2010. Anywho, oh, so we've been together since 2011. We've been married this July for 10 years. Yes. And I have noticed that over the years, he and I are so ambitious. We're so we're such go-getters. We're such go-givers. We're always doing and doing and doing. But I have felt in the last like year or so 
that he and I are on, have been recently, and I don't know why this is and why this came to me, and I don't know if you even agree with this, but I feel like you and I have been on like these two different trajectories Mm -hmm. where it's not gelling, it's not meshing, because like you're going one way with all the things that you desire to do, which I fucking support wholeheartedly, and I'm going on this other kind of plane with what I desire to do, which I know you also support, but I believe, and this comes from all the teachings of, you know, Napoleon Hill and of the like of when two people come together in a romantic love relationship and they can not only like partner in their like marriage, but they can partner in their businesses and in their goals and their dreams and their aspirations. It almost creates like this alternate energy source Mm-hmm. which as Napoleon says, it creates a third mind. Yes. So that's what masterminding is all about. It's when people bring their thoughts, ideas, goals, and support together into one cohesive package Correct. that creates this huge other energy. And I feel like that's something that you and I have been lacking. I agree. And we look up to so many different people we admire in business. And so many of these people are husband and wives mm-hmm. And I kind of was, I wasn't feeling, I'm not a jealous person, but I was kind of feeling like, oh, you know, I really want more of that for my relationship with my husband. And I feel like you and I were doing that for a really long time. And I think when the pandemic struck, we just went into almost like survival mode in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And we were just trying to like hold everything together without dropping any balls and fucking all of our hard work up that we've done for so many years, for over two, three decades. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that we got so away from, working symbiotically mm-hmm. and as a team. And that's something that I've kind of been really missing. Yes. And I don't know if you feel the same way. I feel the exact same way. And I think that this wheel of life really kind of put it in perspective when you were looking at it. And I knew, um, you know, sometimes I get caught up going in one direction, you get in your direction and it's like, we get together, we do things together for fun and stuff like that, but we really can help each other and support each other in our business and our life. Everything much more effectively. I agree. And I think that's so you 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 hit it right on the, the nail on the head. And I talk to a lot of my girls in my app and I talk to a lot of women every day and social media and just in my one-on-one coaching and I notice that so many of the women that I coach they don't have supportive partners mm-hmm. or they have nice husbands or nice significant others um but they really don't even know what the other one is doing. Right. Not good. And I talk to them on my app and I talk to them about how you and I talk every day. And um, one woman said to me, you talk to your husband more in one day than I talk to my husband in a whole year. And I'm it's like, what com- the it's fuck? It's actually common. Why though? I, I don't know. It's, it's just a thing. It's like they got caught up talking about the kids and they caught up talking about, you know, I paid this bill. Oh, I'm out the door. I'm going to work now. And we connect every single day, which is, which is awesome. Yeah. We talk about real stuff, which is awesome. Right. And I think the thing that we, the wheel of life brought to us though, is that our businesses could be more together as well. Yes. Um, to be able to be more powerful and reach more people. Right. right? Because we, have, I have a special demographic, you have a special demographic. And I think if we bring those two together, it's going to be unstoppable. Stronger. Yeah, stronger. I agree. So when you download your PDF and you print out your PDF of your wheel of life, what you want to do. And this is what we did. You can totally do this on your own. But if you do have a significant other that you're really either you're married to and you're committed to growing together as a couple or you're in a romantic love relationship and maybe you're not married yet, but you really care about this person. If you guys could do this together as like a husband and wife or a team, it's even I think it's even going to 
just amplify the energy. Absolutely. So what you want to do is you want to get your little wheel, get some markers. And then what you're going to do is don't tell the other person like what you're like what you're scoring each piece of your pie. Um, just do it. And then what's really cool is like, say for example, like my personal growth and learning is at a nine. So it's on a scale of one to 10. Matt's, and I'm not saying that this is, but Matt's could be a three. And then you're like, oh, here's where there's cracks in the, this is where the problems are happening, right? So you fill in on a scale of one to 10, 10 being like, it's so good. There's nothing else you could do. It's perfect. And one being, it's a big pile of doo-doo. And you have to like nine one one that shit. The shit not paying attention to it, right? Hundred percent. And then what you want to do is after you fill in all of your little pies, you're going to have a conversation with your significant other. Obviously, if you're doing this alone, you doesn't matter. But if you are doing with this with a partner or even a friend, like it could be a business partner, it could be a family member, it could be a friend, it could be someone you trust, and you just do this together as an exercise, it's going to be so rewarding. So you fill in on a scale of one to 10. Then what you want to do is you want to take the bottom three out of the pie chart. So let's just say, and I'll tell you what mine were, my three bottom that I feel needed the most SOS, the most attention are money and finances, career and work, and health and fitness. All three of those things scored five on a scale of one to 10, okay? And then my top three was personal growth and learning, my partner and my love relationship, and my environment. Those were my top three. So those things I know, they're good. I'm happy with them. I can still obviously make them better, but they don't need the 911 attention that the other three need to go to the next level. And so then when you say, okay, here are my three things that I have to pay the most attention to in 2024 so that I can have full, total love, whatever, balance, health, da-da-da, whatever, fill in the blank. Then you take those three items and that's what you put 110% of your efforts into. And then what I have for you at the end of this podcast, I have all these awesome journal prompts that are shadow work around figuring out like how to fix these things and what the next step is. Because here on the Abitus Podcast, I don't like to just talk a flowery bullshit game. I actually really truly desire to give you real tangible tools. We on the Impetus app have been doing this work for like almost a month now. So these girls are ready to rock. Um, but obviously a lot of you out there are not on the ambitious app. So, well, what the hell are you doing? Get, Get over there. Over there Get on over there. Get on over there for the seven day free trial. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, but for all of you out there, I'm going to do this work with you and it's going to just totally liberate you and it's going to get you so focused and determined and just conscious of the things that are not up to par. Okay, so Matt and I are going to go through our wheel. We're going to talk about our wheel. And then we're going to talk about the shadow work question. So let's first start with spirituality. So I, on in my spirituality, I put my spirituality as an 8 out of 10. What was yours, Matt? I put mine as a 7. Okay, so why did you put 7? Like what are the things that are kind of lacking and how are you going to fix that? Well, for spiritual for spirituality, I, I really wanted to work more with my breath work 
and I was doing it for a while and I stopped doing it just because you get caught up in all of the excuses and, and there was no need for it. Um, so I wanted to kind of get back into doing that. So breath work, Matt actually works with Dr. Ahmet Anand. Dr. Ahmet is going to be on the podcast coming up soon. Big yep. shout out to Ahmet. Love you. We went to a, uh, it's called a breathinance breath work, uh, retreat in Utah, Park City in October, which that was the first time I had ever really done that work with Dr. Ahmet one-on-one. Yep. You've been doing this breath work with him for a couple of years now. Yep. And it's totally changed so such, many people's lives. Such a gift. And, you know, you're kind of like, oh, I have to get to work or I have to do this. And I really wanted to make sure I make it a priority to do my meditation and my breath work. It's just so important. And when I do it, I know it just opens up so much, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Physically and emotionally. Um, so I wrote here um, to do more breath work. Mm-hmm. And um, for me to get more healing. Because I feel like as a healer, someone who does, you know, energy healing and someone who does healing events and all these things, I tend to find myself being the healer and not the healy. Mm-hmm. And I think that when people are healers, they sometimes can put themselves on the back burner. Yes. So my goal this year was just to do a so if I was gonna make my spirituality pie chart piece a ten, yep. number one, I would be doing daily breath work, which we already have been doing, yes. which has been so awesome. Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking to do more healing work myself. And it doesn't mean I have to go out and find, you know, 10 healers to heal me because I don't really need that. I've been doing that for a really long time. For me, it's more like taking the time to actually really just do the actual work. And for me, the spiritual work is more like shadow work, like figuring out like, why am I the way that I am? Like with with the things that I don't like about myself, you know, like we've been talking about being our attachment styles, Mm -hmm. which, which is psychology, but it has a lot to do with spirituality and trauma and healing and things. And I was, I realized that I'm a fearful avoidant attachment style Mm -hmm. and that's shitty. It's like the worst one you can be. No offense to anybody out there. That's fearfully avoidant. (laughs) It's actually, it's not that it's the worst. It's just a bad place to be. If you really want to have a great life. Like I feel like everyone's always out to get me. My biggest core wound is being betrayed um, sister wounding is like my number one friggin' core wound. Um, everyone's going to take advantage of me. They're going to use me. And like, that's just not true. Right. But then when you always think that way, then guess what happens? You're going to create it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's something that I'm going to work on this year. So yours is the breath work. Anything yeah. else? Um, I meditation. Like, I like that. Obviously meditation. I meditate every day. Um, I, I think that was great. I just added to my list to get healing more from myself, you know, do something for myself. Cause I mean, your wife is a Reiki master and a I mean. healer. You can, you can heal me after this podcast. I have plenty of healing. That's crank and knock out a predator. I'll send you the link to my stripe so you can pay and you can uh, make an appointment. <laughs> Don't worry. I will. Okay. So the next part of the chat, the pie is money and finances. So this was one of my SOS 911s. And a lot of people will say to me, but Katie, you're so, so, so successful. It's not that I'm not successful. It's that I know that I can do more. And I think that that is the rub, if you will. So I scored a five. What was yours, babe? Um, I got a seven. Oh, excuse me, I Mr. Fucking Rich, Richie Rich. Well, you know, I just put it at a seven. <laughs> you know, it's always, there's always more to do and so what are the things that you're working on with your money and finances? Definitely wealth mindset, mm-hmm. you know, always keeping myself in that mode and that thought message. Because we weren't raised that way. Right. 
I think we all have to really, like when we speak, I think we always have to tell people like and remind them that we were not raised no. with I, my wealth mindset. I was raised with poverty mindset. We can't afford it. It doesn't grow on trees. We're not the Rockefellers. We're not the Rockefellers. Who do you think you are? All of these things, right? That get into your psyche and your, your, your subconscious. So every now and then, if I even comes up where I say I can't afford it, it's going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Beat it back. Okay, how can I afford this? Yes. All right. Or why, why, why wouldn't I want to have this if I want to have it? Um, so I'm always working on money mindset. Um, also, I put down, you know, more auto investing. I'm not an accountant. You know, I have a problem. If it's a problem, I'm a sales guy. So I have no problem making money, but I wish I was a better accountant to say where some of it's going because I know some of it's kind of seeping out where I, I could probably kind of fix that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, also paying attention to things that are right in front of me instead of everyone's always looking for, oh my God, I got to start this whole thing and I got to get this new business going and all these things. I have so much opportunity in the business that I'm already in to just kind of focus on that. You know, the old Earl Nightingale saying the acres of diamonds. I was you just know, writing that on my paper. <laughs> acres of diamonds. You know, you have diamonds in your own backyard. You just have to kind of mine them. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm really focusing on. Also chunking down debt. And not that yeah. we have a lot of like bad debt or anything like that. Yeah. Cause we really truly don't, but it is nice to yeah, chunk I mean, down we, debt. We have some business debt and some real estate debt. So I would, I, I don't mind not paying interest to people if I don't have to, I'd rather <laughs> chunk it down and not have to, if I don't, you know, want to. Exactly. And then increasing sales. Yeah. Always increasing sales. Sales fixes everything, people. Yeah, usually. <laughs> if you have a business, you know what I'm talking about. Sales fixes everything. Because, you know, I have had a lot of people on my team in the past that are no longer there. And, you know, they'll always be like, well, we have to get better systems. We have to do this. We have to do that. I'm like, no, we just have to fucking sell and help more people. That's what we have to do. And everything else will just figure itself out, figure it out you yes. know. Um, and then needs versus wants. So, like, you know, you go on this is something so frivolous and stupid and it feels a little Dave Ramsey ish, but like, you know, you go on Amazon, you're like, yeah, just get that. Just get that. Just get that. And then like during like the holidays, not that we, not that we do the holidays, but I don't know why, but every time at the end of the year, we always just buy a bunch of shit. What did we buy? I don't, I don't know. But like, I just kept remembering like every day there would be like all these boxes showing up on the back stoop. That was stuff we needed though. It was stuff for business. Really? Stuff. Yes, absolutely. Well, there were days where I was like, I don't even know what the fuck is coming in these boxes. Like, you'd be like, what is this? What is that? I'm like, I don't even know. Yeah. Um, but just really saying like, do I really actually need this thing? Because sometimes I buy stuff and I'm like, oh, fuck, I didn't really need this. I yeah. really didn't need this. Yeah. So, needs versus wants. Yes. All right. I didn't know that about you. I'll keep buying the Amazon deliveries wow. a better. Well, you, you know, like, you would just, even like you asked me the other day, get me aspirin. I'm like, yeah. okay. And I just go yeah. on and like, yep. We don't have to really do that much to do anything anymore. So it's yes. just so like, yes. press a button. It has your credit card information. You don't it's have to do easy. anything. Yes. Well, Jeff Bezos ain't no stupid motherfucker. No, no, he is not. He's <laughs> doing that for a reason. Uh, the next one is your career and your work. Mine was also a five. Uh, I feel like this year, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to just be honest. I got really fucking burnt out with work. Mm. I, again, I'm not trying to make an excuse, but I think that like going through the pandemic and just trying to like hold it all together and stay creative and help everybody just got to me at the end. And so that's why I took six months off from podcasting and I actually did not sell at all really the last six months yep. um, just because I was like, I have to kind of compartmentalize myself 
And now it's like, I feel so rejuvenated and I know that what I do helps so many people. So it's like, if I'm not selling and I'm not bringing people into my coaching and my app and all these different things, then I'm actually slapping my creator in the face because God wouldn't have given me all these gifts and experiences and knowledge if I wasn't meant to help people. So I think that for me, what I have to do to make my five turn into a a higher number, if not a 10 is do the uncomfortable shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do the uncomfortable stuff because that's, that is what takes you to the next level. Nothing good, as you know, comes from a comfort zone. Um, The other thing I wrote down is to 10X everything. I think that we, and we've had this conversation before. That's a good one. Thank you. 10X everything is like, we think so small sometimes, you know, like, you know, I'll have a client come to me that I'm working in a business coaching container with, and I'll say, okay, well, what's your goal this year for income? And they'll say, oh, you know, $35,000. And I'm like, what? I'm like, okay, let's 10X that because who knows if you, you can make 35,000, you can make 350,000. It doesn't matter. It's not like the money's not out there to be had. Right. It's what you're going to do yes. to bring the money to you. So 10Xing. The other thing that um, I wrote down is ask for help. I don't ask for help enough. Mm-hmm. So like today I was walking on the treadmill, I was rucking and I was just voice clipping like my good friends who you know are very successful and they're business women. And I just reached out to them and I'd say, you know, can you do this for me? And what can I do for you? Nice. I never ask people to share my podcast. I never yeah. ask people to, you know, post something for me. I never do. Mm-hmm. But people come to me all the motherfucking time and ask, ask yeah. me for help. And yeah. I do it. And I never ask for anything, in, you know, back. People like to help you. They do. They, they love to help people. But that's one of my things with yeah. my... um fearful avoidant attachment <laughs> is I don't like to ask for help because when you ask people for help and they let you down, it yeah. just keeps backing up the fact that like no one really cares. Um, no one really wants to help me. I'll just do it myself. You know how I am. I'm like, gotcha. I'll just yeah. do it myself because yeah. no one can do it as good as I do. And it's like, that's not fucking true. Yeah. Um, working smarter, not harder. Yep. That's great. Streamlining. And then communication of goals. Like, you should know every goal that I have and I should know every goal that you have and my team should know everything that I want to do. And also Absolutely. playing the game mm-hmm. because business, career, work, it's a game. And if we yeah. treat it as if it's a game, mm-hmm. it ends up being fun and then it's not as fucking annoying when you're having those not so fresh days where <laughs> you're so not fresh. selling and you're yeah. and you feel like no one's listening to you and you feel like you're not getting the attention you deserve and all the things that we all feel when we're starting a business or we're in, in a business or a career or some kind of job, right? Yeah, absolutely. What about you? What do you, what did you, th- what did you put? I, I put a seven and, um, me, it would be pretty much all the same things that you mentioned. Um, but mine is, I am re- ready to give up some of the responsibilities of com- communicate and communicate, meaning have everyone on the team know exactly what I want and how I want it to go. And then sometimes you follow up, you know, you have to follow up and make sure it's going the way you want it to go until you get so much trust in the process that then it's okay. I can, I can let that part go. Now it's right where I want it. And I think I, I'm the type of person I hold on too much stuff. And I think it kind of, um, slows my growth down. So that's my number one thing is to kind of trust and give up some of the responsibilities that I do right now. Um, and also do the uncomfortable stuff. 
That's that's one of the things I have to start doing. Doing things that anything that's uncomfortable, but it will get my name out there. Will get my business out there. That's what I'll be working on. I love that. Yeah. The other thing I wrote here, I just saw on my little um, wheel of life sheet was stop taking everything personally. Mm. That's one of my biggest downfalls in business. It's one of my biggest issues in life. It's hard. But in business, because I help so many people and I put 110% into them. And then when they don't do what I tell them to do, like I feel like it's my fault or I'm not a good coach or, you know, and that's not how I feel always, but there's always that predator voice in yeah. my subconscious mind that's like, you know, you're a fraud and you don't really know what you're doing and who you to give these people. And it's like, I have 25 plus years of doing this work. Yeah. How many people in the coaching world can say that? Not many. Not many. And the other thing I wrote down here was, um, less education, more execution. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like for us personally, we take in so much information about business and work and wealth and all those things. But then when it comes time to actually work and do the execution on the, on the ideas, we fall short. I I feel that way too. You do. Yeah. So execution, that's one of the things is, you know, sometimes you don't feel comfortable with. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, here's another one too. I wrote down. Take an action. Play the long game. Yes. Um, we were talking about how everyone wants things yesterday. Like you even said it today when you came in and when you were like, I'm exhausted. And I was like, well, what are you afraid of? And you're like, that I'm trying to do all this shit in one day when it's going to take me about three months. Yes. But the reason why you and I are successful is because I think that we do understand that it's a game Mm -hmm. and that we have to play the long game. So I feel like it's almost like the last man standing is always the winner. Yep. And how many people just like, do something for a couple of months. They're like, ah, it didn't work. And I give up. And it's like, they don't realize that like my success didn't really begin probably until I'd say five to six, maybe seven years ago. Yeah. I mean, I was always successful, Yeah, but really successful, yep. you know, where I felt like fulfilled and I had control and I had freedom and all the things that I desire. That's awesome. And you feel the same way. I'm sure. I mean, I you've been working with regional home healthcare for 25 years? 24 years. Yeah. 24 wow. Yes. A long time. And you've been in the time. martial arts world for how long? Since I was 12. <laughs> On and off. Wow. When I retired from competing. Um, that's when I opened Dojo Sante Martial Arts. Wow. Yeah. So 30 plus years. Yeah. 30 something years. Yeah. More than that. More You're than 56. That. I know. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I love that. So I just leave it at, I taught over 20 years. That's hilarious. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> So the next one is health and fitness. I scored a five on this. What was yours, babe? Mine was a, a five as well. Five as well. Yeah, same thing. Um, do you want to talk about what your plan of action is to yeah. make this a 10? Yes. Yes. To, to make it a 10. So, yeah. So I basically gained weight over COVID. Ditto, and, motherfuckers. Uh, and why did we gain weight yeah, over COVID, Matt? I know why. why? Fear, stress. Um, you know, every business, all my business was shut down. Even the healthcare business, I couldn't go into hospitals, couldn't see my friends, the doctors, or people I would usually call on for a very long period so of what time. What did we do? I got sick of zooming and rooming, and um, the studio was closed down for a significant amount of time, and it was really, really set me back. You know, with all of my goals, and it was kind of funny because now I'm like, I'm like, so it was a great learning experience for me because I know I'm like, I'm never going to let it affect how I operate. No matter what happens, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to work out. I'm going to take care of all the things that I need to. And I think I'll learn a lot quicker to pivot and change things very rapidly. Um, so I always try to pull something 
positive out of a crappy situation. Um, but the crappy situation was it left me with about 35, 40 pounds more than I need, need on me. Me too. And, you know, so my thing now is to really take care of myself, you know, and really start working out the way I'm supposed to, eating the way I'm supposed to, doing the things I'm supposed to, not just for a certain amount of time, but a lifestyle. And I think Katie said to me, you know, I think we were talking and she's like, Hey, what did you do when you, you know, were training for a world championship? And I says, wow, I had a goal. You know, I just, just did it. I worked out whatever it took. I drove to the best teacher. I drove to fight with the best fighters. Um, and she, we, we got to talking and she's like, you need to do things like that where it's, it's a lifestyle where you kind of got out of that lifestyle. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. So I have to put a goal together. So now I'm, I mentioned now I am going into world competition. No, just kidding. I'm all done with that. But they have the old folks one. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm all set. But I have to have a goal. In Master front of Splinter. Me, <laughs> so I think that's a good way to look at things. And then you adopt a lifestyle instead of, I'm going to get five pounds off me or 10 pounds or whatever. It gives me something to focus on. Agreed. So I spoke a little bit about this on last week's podcast, but being very clear cut and concise on how you're going to achieve the goal. So like I said last week, it's like, okay, I am going to train four days a week using resistance training, like meaning lifting weights. When I have my period, I'm going to do more yoga, Pilates, like easier stuff on my body than actually like, you know, deadlifting and squatting and doing all that crazy stuff. Cause that's what Sammy Zimmerman, my pelvic floor specialist PT tells me not to do. (laughs) Um, so training four days a week, using progressive overload, eating what's right for my body type, my blood type, the way that my muscles grow, the way that I feel the best, which is a lower carb meal plan. Mm -hmm. I do not feel good when I drink alcohol. Mm -hmm. I feel like a bag of smashed assholes when I eat gluten and sugar and anything really, even like too much fruit or too, you know, things that are supposed to be healthy, (laughs) you know, it's just not good for you. Um, And then, you know, I said, I'm rocking five days a week. You guys can watch me rock on my Instagram stories. And then, um, so, you know, flexibility, mobility, just like really focusing. Like, could you imagine if you said, okay, my, these are my three things, money and finances, career and work and health and fitness. Those are mine. I don't, I don't, I know that they're not yours. Mm-hmm. Only a couple are. Um, and this is all I'm going to focus on in the next month or three months or six months or the next year. Like mm-hmm. when we are having the same conversation next year at this time, what, what, what kind of person can you be? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Um, if this happened to the two of us who are very strong and confident and focused and in the business of, of, of motivating health, health and fitness can happen to us. It can happen to anybody. And I know we talk about it. I says, if it happens to us or we feel this way, or we went through this whole, uh, roller coaster and, you know, all these emotions over the last couple of years. I said, imagine what people that never had a quarter of the training that we had. Um, have been going through. So I think this is great to be able to talk about the wheel of life specifically now because it's a new year and it is a good time to look at fresh and say, Hey, how can I make the changes that I want to make? And it's, you know, I think it's a great gift that you're giving these, your listeners, um, to be able to get involved with this with you and then be able to go on over to your app and actually work with the women that are on there. And maybe they can give it to their significant other, their husband or whoever, and they can start working on these things together. Yeah, it's so know? important. And it's true. I mean, I've, I have 
degrees in exercise science and nutrition. You're a world champion fighter. You've always worked out. I've always worked out. I've always eaten healthy and taken my supplements and been like this, you know, poster child for like what a healthy lifestyle is. And then, you know, during COVID, I just went into such a fucking fear spiral that I was just like drinking and just like mm -hmm. eating and just, I was using those as coping mechanisms because I was so tired and I was so stressed and I was so anxious. I was AKA shitting my pants fearful mm -hmm. of losing everything that you and I have worked our whole lives for. Mm -hmm. That was my biggest mm -hmm. fear. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, I mean, some people were shooting heroin. Yeah. I could have done that, yeah. but I ended up just eating a bunch of shit and drinking a lot of bourbon and I gained yeah. weight. And you know what? Like I've done it before and I'll do it again. And you have too. Yes. And we're going to do it together. So yep. the other thing with health and fitness is other than, you know, your training and your food and your water and all the things that we talk about, ask yourself, what would the person that I desire to be, how would they show up every mm. day? Right. Yep. Like this morning, I was like, oh, I have cramps. I'm fucking tired. I don't want to do this. No, I fucking put my clothes out there last night and I put my damn clothes on and I went downstairs to my Peloton and I rocked for an hour and I didn't want to do it, but I made the time go by fast because I was like voice clipping all my friends and I was like checking in with people and just having beautiful conversations while I was rocking and I forced myself to do it. And I said, Katie, that is who the person you desire to be, that's how she would show up. Yes. Right. 100%. That's how she would eat. That's how she would drink. That's how she would dress. That's how she would act. And you have to ask yourself every time, like, is the thing I'm about to do align with the person that I desire to be? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is no, you don't fucking do it. You know, yeah. like, yeah, it's delicious to have cakes and pies and fucking cookies and <laughs> bourbon and <laughs> ma margaritas and all this shit. But it's like, but if you were an athlete training for Mr. Olympia, or going into a world champion fight, would you be doing that? Probably fucking not. No. Right? And then the next thing is embodying lifestyle. This is another thing I've been talking so much with my girls on the app about. It's like, shut the fuck up and stop talking about it and just be about it. Like, obviously, we're on a podcast, so we're going to talk about what we're talking about. Stop talking about it. Shut this off right know, now. Right? <laughs> we're talking about it. But my goal, and I know that we've talked about this a lot, you and I, Matt, is just shut up and just do it. But sometimes, like you've been talking about it on this podcast with you, it's like even making it more clear to ourselves while we're given this information. It's like, oh wow, we're picking. I'm still, I'm taking notes on the stuff that we had already talked yeah. about because other things will come up, um, and that's why it's so important to have somebody else involved or, or a community, you know. And then celebrate the wins because I don't think we celebrate our wins enough, yeah. especially you and I, because yeah. we're just always going and doing and going and doing. Yes. And I think that one of our biggest problems is we don't ever stop and say like, wow, we did that. Look what we just did. Mm -hmm. And whatever the celebrate the wins may be, like, I'm not saying we're talking about health and fitness. So I'm not saying, okay, you lost five pounds this week. Go to an all you can eat buffet and stuff yourself <laughs> fucking sick. No, I'm, I'm saying like maybe buy yourself a new pair of sneakers. Yeah. Maybe get a massage. Maybe, yeah. you know, do something nice for yourself to love yourself and appreciate yourself. Because let's just say a friend of yours or like a family member that you love hit a milestone. You'd buy them flowers. You'd, you'd cheer mm. them on. You'd like, say, oh my God, amazing job. But we don't do that for ourselves. Right. That's the problem. Yeah, you're right. Right? So the next one is fun and recreation. I scored a seven. What did you score? I got a five. Okay. So let's talk about that. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. So yours is actually fun and recreation or one of your lowest ones, right? Yeah. What are your is. three lowest? Uh, health and fitness. Yeah. Health and fitness. Uh, fun and recreation. 
Those are my those are my three. Those those are my two lowest. Okay, which, and um, what's the other one that you chose to? What are your top three things you're top working things on? I'm working on are going to be uh, money mindset, which is for finance, yeah, uh, health, fitness, and partner in love. Oh no, yeah, you're doing it wrong. No, I didn't. These are things that I'm working on. No, right but now. you're supposed to take the three that are the lowest. Oh, those are the highest. Those are the things that I. Those. What are you talking about? I'm not doing it wrong. No. <sighs> One, Do you see what I deal three. with, people? One, two, and three. These are the things that I'm working on. This is the things I'm. I know, but you're right supposed here. to take the three lowest ones now. Oh, I didn't put the three lowest ones. I didn't know that. So I guess well, I'm doing this. I'm doing this over. Wow. Like I said, I have the two lowest ones, so I'll have to work on my two lowest ones. Then my my uh, the health and money. fun and recreation, fun and recreation, yeah. and then money is your third. Yeah. Partner in love. What are you talking about? We are Partner, fine. No, but actually, no, because there's never enough of that. I know, there's but never enough of that. Listen, but maybe that's how I thought about it. Beat me if I'm wrong. I'm going um, to. But what I'm saying is this: I'm never going to put that in the back burner. That's always. I know, but we mind. don't really have a problem with that. What yeah. I'm saying to you is, and for everyone out there, do not listen to Matt Babine because he's going to fuck up your shit. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you. I, I am saying See, this is why I'm working you, on Padre Love because yeah. I'm getting pissed off right now. You want to take your t- lowest three guys, and those are your that's your focus for the next month, three months, okay. six months, a year. All right, then I did it wrong. Sorry. Jesus Christ. I mean. You're triggering me. I thought you could just pick anything that you wanted out of the wheel of life to say, I'm going to give this the th- the 90 days of Yeah, focus. but no. Okay. No, because if your lowest one is fun and recreation, that yeah. means that your balance is off. Okay. So you should be working on having fun and recreation. I want to. Well, maybe you're not a fun person. Maybe you're just a fucking stick like in the mud. I work more than I You're am. a Grinch. fun to me. You're a Grinch. You know? Okay, then just don't have any fun. Yes, I can't play golf right now. It's cold here. You can go to a golf simulator. All right. Oh, my God. Help me. Okay, guys, just pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> oh. But just to let you know. Oh, now, so, now I remember me, why Matt Babine hasn't been on here for a little bit. <laughs> just to let you know, I'm always thinking about my partner in love. Well, I love so you, no matter, too. No matter what, that's my number one always. Because without that, there's nothing else matters. I on appreciate this whole you. Life, so. I appreciate you. But just still... Sorry. No. Do it the right way. All right. Sorry. Okay. All right. So let's go back to fun and recreation before right. Matt right. fucked up. Um, fucked up a wet dream. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't do it my way, but I'm I'm okay with it. So my fun and recreation is actually low. It was a seven. Huh? Um, but it wasn't as low as my other things. Okay. So fun and recreation. I feel like I am way too serious in my life. I feel like I don't have enough fun. Um, because I always, there's always something to do with my business. Yeah. And I always say to myself like, yeah, but I have all these responsibilities and I have this to do list a mile long. Why have fun? But I think that as I get older, I realize that like the work is always going to be there, Mm -hmm. but the fun might not always be there. So you have to create your fun. Yes. Cause no one's going to come knock on your door and be like, oh, I heard you're, you're being a stick in the mud lately. And, uh, here's a bag of fun. (laughs) No one's going to do that. Yes. Right? So I wrote down some hobbies that I'd like to work on. So I love like crafts. I like making like little crafts. It's very relaxing to me. I like decorating my house. I love to cook. It's very relaxing. Um, 
I haven't shot a gun ever, but Matt is like a huge gun enthusiast and he goes to Sig Sauer with all his friends and they shoot and they do all these weird fucking CIA tactical wet. <laughs> I was going to say wet seal. That was a clothing store. A in the 90s. Navy seal shit and CIA FBI stuff. And they're all into that stuff. And he's like, I really want you to learn how to shoot. So one of the things that I'm going to do this year is I'm going to actually really learn how to shoot. Good. Um, I love traveling. I love singing. I love doing yoga. Um, I do love golf, but we're, it's cold as fuck right now where we live. So go to to a golf simulator. Um, (laughs) I love to perform. Yes, you do. Uh, I can't play the piano, but you bought me a really beautiful Yamaha baby grand piano for my birthday a couple years ago. You just don't practice like it. You know, if you took some time more, you'd be fine. But sometimes I like to have my boy Clint Valadares come over and he plays the piano and I sing and we have like a whole... We have a whole show. It's It's like a Broadway musical at my house, (laughs) but just things like that. So think about guys with, if your fun and recreation is low, think about like, what are the things that you could do that are going to give you more fun and enrich your life even more? Like, like for new year's, um, Karina came over and we played Scrabble. That was a lot of fun. And we laughed our asses off (laughs) because Matt fucking sucks so bad. (laughs) He is the worst speller. I've always been. (sighs) But I am a great speller. I always won spelling bees when I was a kid. And you guys both beat me because you're trash and you fucking, well, Krina, I swear uh, you Krina cheat. is very smart with spelling. Yes. She's a very good speller. Me, I just look for a triple word score. So I just have to put it down. And if it says triple lo- lo- word score, I get points. So I came in second. You came in last. Yeah, but you were like making up all these goddamn words and they were not even words. And I was like, oh my God. But it was so fun. We laughed so hard. And it was I, a lot of fun. It's like, I want to do things like that. And like Christmas, when we went away for Christmas, we we bought a bunch of um, card games yeah. and we played like cards against humanity. And it was just so, am I keeping you up? No, I was just going to drink. Okay. Uh, I saw you yawning. Drink your life boost coffee. Get caffeinated. <laughs> God's sakes. Every time I look at him, he's yawning. I'm like, yawning, wow, I didn't know yawning, I was fucking boring you for Christ's sake. not an indication of tiredness. Okay. It's, it's nothing to do with you boring me. All right. It's like if I sneeze, would you say, what, you have to sneeze because I'm here? <laughs> not, one of the, one gonna, has nothing to do with the other. I'm going to fucking kill you. Okay. Right, my turn to go with my record. Yes, let's hear it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have a drum set that I want to stop playing, and I'm going to stop playing. That, that drum set that has studio. been in the basement of the studio since the Reagan yeah, administration. It's a really nice drum set. I'm going to be playing it, and I'm going to be doing some simulation golf. And I think those are the two things I really want to work on. Okay, yeah, that's all. Oh, you're so. Because I, I already go shooting and stuff right, like that. Right. Okay. Environment. Go Mine on. is an eight. That means your home, like your, like where you spend time. Yep. I'm an eight. There's some things that I want to do in the house and in the yard that I re- like just to really make everything perfect. Yep. Um, if you've ever been to our house, you know, we live on this high, high, high hill. Some people call it Mount Baybine. Yes. And I want my goal this year is to redo the driveway yep. and make it gorgeous. Yep. Um, I want to put a gym, a full functioning gym and biohacking facility in our home with like a cold plunge and a sauna and a steam room and all that stuff. Uh, I also want to put a bathroom downstairs i want to do a man cave for you so you can smoke inside the house nice you know when it's cold (laughs) when it's cold (laughs) and also streamlining my studio and streamlining the dojo because even though it's put together there's just some things that like you know when you're at work you're like at work so you don't think like oh i should go through these drawers and throw out all this crap and i should go in the basement and like put everything away the right way or whatever little things like that what about you I actually almost have the same exact things. I, I said, uh, you know, a home is awesome. I'm very, very blessed to have such a beautiful home. Um, outside is gorgeous. Everything is great. 
the driveway, you know, that's something we can fix when we want to fix it. You know, not a big deal. Um, let me see. Man cave, definitely. I want a man cave. Because <laughs> yeah. it is cold in New England, and I do like a cigar every now and then. And um, Every now and then? Inside, you mean like three times a day? If I can. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the gym as well. Yeah. Put a home. Um, and change things at the studio. Like, I'd like to have a deck outside. I'm working on getting a deck outside where... In the nice weather, during the nice weather, the parents, while the kids are doing karate, they can actually watch them from the deck outside and be able to kind of hang out and, you know, just to make it more um, cohesive. Yeah. Yeah, I think think that would be really nice. That would be a nice um, experience for the parents. I love that. That's for next year. That's what I want to do. So think about your environment. Think about your home. Think about where you spend the most time. And like, is it Zen? Is it? You know, for me, when I come home, that is my safe space. That's my haven. That's my like Zen place. Yes. And I know a lot of my clients come home. They're like, I hate my house. It's filthy. It's hoarder house. It's discombobulated. It's cluttered. I wouldn't want to come home to an energy like that. Would you? No. One of the main things is you got to keep your environment clear. Yeah. Because you, know, you have to. I mean, to really to do anything, right? You have to have that clear environment. Exactly. No clutter. No. You know? That's what first thing I did yesterday for New Year's is I. Went in my study and just started throwing things away. And Matt's uh, desk, I share this huge, beautiful desk from Restoration Hardware, and I don't use the desk because it's always fucking you can disgusting. Use it now it's, you're welcome back now because it's clean. <laughs> I'm the one that does all of the crappy paperwork, you know, that she gives me, and sometimes it takes up some space. <laughs> Because you don't want to Matt's do that. Tax you, don't, you don't want to do all that stuff. Uh-uh. You hate it. I'm too pretty. Yeah, and I'm too smart I have to, pull to do all that peasant together. work. The peasants do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. The next one is your community. I scored an eight with my community. I really have such a great community of women around me on my app that come to my events, that come to my retreats, that just love on me, that share all my stuff on social media. They're just my biggest cheerleaders, and I just love them so much. Obviously, for me, my community would be having like more special events um, and having people as and we're launching this in the new year we're having an ambassadorship program where if people bring people into the app i give them money just like any other big company that has affiliate programs um and just doing more stuff at the studio and bringing more new women into the app you know into the bitchhood of the app that's just my goals personally but i'm really happy with my community i I love my community what about you no, I love I love my community as well. I scored an eight as well um, on community, but I want to do more. I want to bring it to a ten. Um, so I want to do. I'm, I know I'm doing a um, self defense course that's coming up for women's self defense course on the twentieth of January. Twentieth of January, mm-hmm. which is going to be outstanding. Which we used to do years ago, and we kind of got out of it. So I want to do that. I want to bring uh, people, make people stronger. I will actually put that link in the show notes for anyone that wants to attend the self-defense course. It's on January 20th from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. The first part of it is going to be all Mm self-defense. Then we're going to do a kickboxing class. Then we're going to finish it up with some spiritual stuff. And then we'll go next door and have a little California burrito. Sounds beautiful. We love that. But um, I can't wait for the self-defense course. It's going to be so awesome. Yep. What else, babe? And I, you know, I'm I'm going to implement more leadership camps for kids this year. I want to make sure that the kids, uh, my kids that, that work out at the studio, are really becoming more of leadership mindset. You know, really helping them become leaders, not yeah. leading other people, but leading themselves. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have more events and stuff at the studio too. Yes, which is really exciting. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you have a great community. I do. 
Um, they're so supportive. I love taking kickboxing. Yep. If, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm going for my black belt. I'm only a white belt. <laughs> I'm still a white belt. <laughs> She's going for a yellow belt in a couple of weeks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure she does. Yeah. Uh, because uh, it's, it's... You know, fun. I don't like to do things in front of people, though. You're going to do That's it. It's like one of my biggest things. Like Something uncomfortable. I could get up on stage and I could speak to 10,000 people, but if I have to do like push-ups in front of people, I will fucking pass away. Yes. I hate... I don't know why that's a trigger for me. I don't me. know why, but you got to get over it. I'm getting over my stuff. The whole kickboxing boxing class is like when are you going for your belt like what the fuck you got tape up the yin yang i'm like i know but it's really great that they cheer me on and they're watching out it's they're watching out for they me they love you and they want you to progress that's awesome the next one guys is family and friends so i scored an eight um, my goal is to focus more on peer groups so really giving 110% of myself into the women in my life that are on my level or even higher. And I don't mean like money or anything like that. Just energetically. Uh, I just don't want to waste any time on people who are just never going to get it. Yeah. It's just pointless. And then just like having high vibe fun with more people. And, and I hate to say this because it sounds kind of yucky, but relationships and with family and friends should be a quid pro quo. Like if I'm giving something to you, you should be giving something back to me. It doesn't mean money or anything like that. I mean, like, like if I'm spending time with you, I have to feel good when I'm with you. Right. I want to leave that dinner. I want to leave that time with that person feeling in, like empowered. Yes. I don't want to feel like drained and just having, I think my biggest things are having more rules and more boundaries around relationships because relationships can be a very dark triggering place for me because I've had a lot of trauma around relationships, especially sister wounding with friends and stuff. Mm -hmm. So really just having real clear cut, concise boundaries and just speaking my truth and being truly authentic. And I think that that's going to help me get to my 10 spot. Yep. What about you? I agree. Um, fa family and friends. I would say, I, oh, and I get a, I got a nine on that one. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. So I got a nine. How are you going to make it a 10? Making a 10, probably the same things that you mentioned, you know, like really being around people that, you know, give something back. It could be just laughs. Like, oh my God, that person is so, so funny. funny. Yeah. I can't wait to see them tonight. Or that person is just, you know, just a kind soul that's just, you know, you're going to feel like a million bucks when you leave, you know, just, you're going to feel so full. Um, and we have a lot of friends like that, which is, which is awesome. Yeah, we do. Um, and boundaries, you know, hey, I don't want anyone saying, Oh, you know, you, you can never get around and get out or whatever the case may be. Well, if you're in my circle, dude, you know, I'm very, very busy. And if, when I do make time, it's because I love you and I want to spend time with you. That's right. Like one of my friends, um, my good friend, son, uh, I became friends with him. He's only 25, 26 years old. Shout out to Mikey Brockman. Mikey Brockman. And uh, he's my, he's like a great kid. He is the best. And I, I just watch him grow up. And we get together every now and then and we'll hang out. And he was in town. He lives in California. And he didn't. He was out way too late with his friends, having a good time as he was home. And we were supposed to get together one afternoon. He calls, he texts me, he says, hey, I can't, I'm going to come at two. And then like five minutes later, he goes, you know, I'm really not feeling that great. So can we do this another time when I'm in town? I'm like, dude, absolutely. There's no problem with that. But him and his father, his father and I have the same relationship. If we don't want to do it, don't do it, dude. We'll get together. I love you. It doesn't make a difference. And those are the friends that and I want to be around. You just accept them. You just accept them. Like Jeremy will be at dinner and he's just like, okay, I'm leaving now. I'm leaving now. And you're not like, what the fuck is wrong with Jeremy? Why is he leaving? <laughs> you just like, tired. no, Jeremy's tired. He's done. He's he done. wants to go home. He's done. He's done. He's had enough now. And you're not going to talk shit about Jeremy because he left a little early. No, you love him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and I don't, he knows not to call me at 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> 
this is not going to get me. He's not going to get my. I don't talk to people until ten. That's right. <laughs> That's my rule. That's and so then, true. And I just don't. I just don't. Yep. And I love that. About those are the people I love being around. Where it's, it's like more authentic, authentic, true. This is how I am. I love you. I hope you accept the way I am. And if not, go fuck yourself. If you're not, that's fine too, you know. But I think that was a great example. And I texted him and I actually rewarded him by, you know, because I'm older than him and I work with his dad and he could have been just dragging himself there. And I'm like, dude, I'm so glad you told me you were feeling good. I want you to speak your truth. Yeah. And that worked out great. I love that. Yeah. The next one is partner in love. I scored a nine. Um, I wrote down just to make it a 10 would be more like date nights, making things more spontaneous and novel more cohesiveness, more creativity together, which is what I was talking about when we first started the podcast together. And then, you know, making sure that every week we have our meetings, we get on the same page and we're masterminding. And for me, if we could do that more, that would be a 10. Awesome. Yeah. I got a nine on that one too. And what would you like to do Uh, more of? So more for me would be probably if it was anything, it would be like, when we're finished work, that's it. We're not talking about work anymore. Because we have a really bad habit about like always talking about work. We always default back to work. It can happen. It can happen. Which yeah. is kind of a good thing and it's a bad thing. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. it's not sexy when you're talking about goddamn no, fucking you're, you're going profit and loss after, statements. After, after work and then it's like, hey, what's going on with such and such? And I do it and she does it. I think it happens. And Karina too. does it now too. We've like brainwashed uh, her to do it. And I'm like, you know. She, she'll just come in the house and be like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I'm and like, shut the fuck up, Karina. <laughs> you're here for Christmas, for God's sake. Or you're here for a, you yeah. know, a Sunday dinner or whatever. During Christmas, Karina's like, yeah, and I'm going to take care of this thing when we're at the Four Seasons. <laughs> I was like, no, we're not. I'm not touching it. You're not, don't, don't even talk to me about these things. <laughs> you know, boundaries, boundaries. Um, I love to give you surprises, but Katie doesn't like surprises. So the surprises I have to triggering. Her, I have to tell her, by the way, I'm going to surprise you with this so this is no such thing as a surprise but then she's like oh i like that kind of surprise that was really nice babe so i want to do more surprises for katie because she's always surprising me and always takes care of the family she's always doing really nice things that are very spontaneous i'm more like a you know what do you call it virgo i'm a virgo it's very practical and has to be done this way so she's i would like to adopt more surprises for that's nice babe thank you the last one of the wheel is personal growth and learning. I scored a nine. And all I said there was just more execution, more application, and just learn shit quicker. <laughs> you know, just learning shit quicker, man. That's that's my thing. What about you? Yeah. It's I, I got a nine on that one, too. And what would and make it a 10? A 10 would be execute on the things that I already know. It's nice. Because I'm a lifetime learner. I'm always You're just like learn. me. I love to learn. All right, so now we're going to get in the nitty-gritty. Oh, boy. So here's my little grimoire. You can actually get this book as well on kbmsu.com. It's so cool. It's what I do all of my journaling and all my um, shadow work. And I love it. It's gorgeous. Isn't it nice? And it locks up. It's beautiful. So here are some shadow work questions I want you guys to work through. So number one, let's go back for a second. Number one, first, you're going to color in your wheel of life. And then you're going to go through it and you're going to say the truth about what could make it better. Okay. Don't hold back. Be authentic. Be honest. Be truthful. Now, when you're reviewing your year so that you can create your next year as just a better, beefier, I don't know, all around awesome year, you got to reflect on the old, which is difficult. So 
this is some work that I've been working on. And so 2023, when we reflect back and we start putting our goals forward for 2024, reviewing the year. So let's say 2023 was the year that I fill in the blank. <laughs> 2023 was the year that I blank, blank, blank. Okay. So 2023 was the year that I, um, for me, 2023 was the year that I, in my personal opinion, um, I had a lot of really beautiful times, but a lot of the times that stuck out to me the most was just how unhappy I was in so many parts of my life and how I was, um, letting other people make way too many decisions for me. And now that I'm out of some of these relationships, I can look at them and say like, oh, these people really didn't have my best intention. And so now going forward, the people that I choose to have around me are going to to really be on my level. That's it. So for me, I think 2023 was a year of like a lot of um, awakenings, a lot of hard truth realizations. Um, But with that being said, you can't really change anything if everything is just hunky dory all the time. So I'm actually really grateful that I went through so much during this, you know, even not even just 2023, but ever since the pandemic, things have been just like fucking squirrely as fuck. (laughs) Squirrely. (laughs) Just squirrely as fuck. So I'm just, I don't want to be a victim ever. Mm -hmm. So I know better. I do better. And so for me, really bringing up, a great support system around me, you know, like Candace Marino and Maureen Hancock and, you know, um, just, you know, Victoria Duke, people that just love me and they just want the best for me. I want to surround myself with those types of people. Awesome. And obviously if I didn't name your name, don't take offense to it. I just three things that came off the top of my head. Cause I just was talking to those people today, but just really surrounding myself with the right people. Yeah. And I think that that, that for me is my soup that would, is going to, amplify everything in my life yes because i'm a sure thing i know i can work and i know i can do these things but then when you bring all these other people into the mix that's what what can fuck shit up yep you know what about you babe if you say 2023 was the year that 2023 was a year that i'd learned a lot about people and learned a lot about myself some of the things that you know don't make me happy i just really cut out very rapidly um which was awesome because sometimes you just do things and you don't even know why you're doing them. Um, it's like, Oh, I always did it this way. Or I, you know, I used to always just do things this way. And I think 2023 really was like, you know, I can actually do these things a lot better and maybe I don't want to do them at all. And it didn't, it didn't hurt me. And it actually made me a better person being poised now for 2024 because I don't have that baggage anymore. Yeah. So now I just have 2024 is going to be the predator. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> it's I love only going to last the first quarter. Yes. 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 <laughs> or the first month. Let's cut it even down. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. The next shadow work is my top three favorite memories were my top three favorite memories were um, one, I will say when Victoria Duke came to visit the house so that Karina and I could do her app on Mighty Networks <laughs> for her. We had so much fun. Um, one day, we actually went out to dinner. We came back from dinner and we went live on the app. And I was like, we were tore up. We were just like uh, hilarious. We had the, mo- I never laughed 
that hard. I haven't laughed that hard in like probably since high school. That's awesome. You know, that was definitely one of my top. We were hilarious. We were hilarious. Um, The second one is um, having Karina come on and join forces with her Mm -hmm. this year and start our, uh, the business KB marketing solutions where we're helping bring these women's dreams, business dreams to life by giving them the triple threat of freedom, which is financial freedom, time, freedom, and location freedom. What Karina specializes in is helping women who are in the service industry in one way, shape or form, take their business into a virtual state where, um, women don't have to trade their time for money anymore. So we're working with a lot of people in the spiritual world that are healers. We're working with a lot of people in the beauty industry, uh, makeup artists, hair people, skin people. We're working with a lot of people in the coaching industry and we're just having the best time. And um, I think that if another relationship in my life didn't go south, that I don't think that I would have had that opportunity to work with Karina like that. Yeah, she stepped up big time. Big time. And my third favorite memory, I'd have to say, is um, going to Madeira this Uh, year with the people. We had fucking a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I'm so pumped for this Madeira trip. That was my number one. (laughs) Was it? Oh, my God. Madeira was awesome. It was awesome. We fell in love with it. We're actually um, going back to Madeira for a retreat in April, April 23rd to 30th. If you guys are interested, there's still spots available. You can just go to kbmfc.com in the show notes um and look at what we're going to be doing out there in Madeira but we had honestly the best fucking time like a uh, big shout out to Courtney and Candace we just were fucking dying laughing like every day um we met so many amazing people i fell in love with the island i mean like you know i want to buy something there and have like a second home and maybe turn it into like a retreat center or something awesome. down the road but That'd like those awesome. were my top i mean i had so many great memories but those are my the three that Without even doing this work, without even looking at my notes, those those top three things stuck out for me. What about you? So obviously, number one was Madeira. I had a blast. It was so much freaking fun. It was I didn't, couldn't believe you were working during that time because I was just along for the ride. But I I absolutely loved it. I got I got to meet some really cool people. Her girl, the girls that came out there, the women that came out there were amazing. Um, there were men too. And, and the guys that came out were so much fun. It was just, it was great. We were able to create great bonds and see a magnificent country. It was, it was just incredible. Um, that was my number one. Number two for home stuff would be definitely Karina. I mean, Karina was stepped up and she's taking care of my business now too. And she's just doing such a great job. She's implementing things and she's just fun to work with and she's really matured. Um, at 26 years of age, she's really, I can just, you know, up to 25 was uh, five. I was ready to wring her neck yeah. and it's such a breath of fresh air and she was ready to wring my neck as well. But now she can put up a meal up <laughs> in my work style and her work style. We work out great together and it's so nice to be able to be blessed, to be able to see your daughter, you know, three times, four times a week, you know, being able to work with her and spend time with her. Totally. It was kind of awesome. One more. And the last one was my, I really enjoy the time that I take for myself in 2023, I've gotten really stingy with things that I want to do and what I don't want to do. And that has freed up, you know, every day to have a gift that I want to do something for me. I'm going to do this for me. I'm going to do that, whatever it is. If it's a cup of coffee, I'm, I'm going to go have a cup of coffee now and I'm going to go listen to something. And I think the older you get, I'm 56 years old and I really just appreciate 
time and be able to take those small gifts during the day where I reward myself with time, you know, and who I'm spending time with int- intentionally. Yeah. And I've been get I've gotten really um, definite about that. I love that. Yeah. The next question is what made me feel most at peace this year? What made me feel the most at peace this year? I would say for me personally, it was peace. I think it's definitely being more strict with my boundaries. One of the things that uh, I've noticed about myself is I only I only set boundaries when I'm really angry, and that's not good. I should just have boundaries no matter what is going on in the world. So by setting boundaries, it's not just making me feel peaceful, but it's making my relationships feel peaceful. Everyone knows where they stand. No one is guessing how they got to show up and everyone's just really on the same page. And that just makes me feel less anxiety. And I just feel more in control of my life and the way I feel and the quality of my relationships. What about you? I've been, I've gotten a lot of peace this year, 2023 from speaking my truth and not like looking for excuses and just really saying, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. And what do you think about that? And that's what it is, you know? Um, and I think that comes with maturity and time, like, you know, being older and being able to say, I don't want to do that. That's really not for me. Or I just want to tell them, you know, sometimes saying no is, is really, really good instead of dragging it along, you know, like the, what do you call it? Like a, the Christmas Carol, the guy dragging those chains. Along. Yeah. Jacob just Marley. Say, say, Hey, no, dude, no, I don't want to do that. And just, and that gives you such peace because I dealt with it. I handled it. I'm definite with it. It's over. Moving on to the next thing that's important. I've been really proud of you with that too, because both of us do this. Like someone will ask us to do something and we'll make up like this. Not, not, we we don't lie, but we definitely like make up like a whole song and dance of like why we can't do it instead of just being like, yeah, no, that doesn't work for me. Or, Hey, I can't do this because I'm going to be doing this instead. Right. And being like really truthful and honest. And then, and then you start to see like who's your people and who's not. Right. It just it just cleans things up quicker. Yeah, you know, no beating around the bush. Yeah, and sometimes I just want to. We work. I work so hard, and I do things, and I'm always on the go. It may just be I just want to be left alone in my house. Yeah, hey, you know, yeah, I, I love that too. We don't beat around the '70s porn star bush anymore. <laughs> no, so the next question is, what could have been better? What could have been better this year? What could have been better? What what could have been better for you? Hmm. I have to think about that. Uh, what could have been better for me is learning lessons quicker. Yeah, you know, like I've had some things in the last year that I knew for a really long time that they weren't good. Mm-hmm. And I just kept dragging it because I was scared to let it go. And I knew that it was going to be a lot of work to clean up. And it was just easier to keep it the way it was than like get rid of it or whatever. And then God is like, yeah, you think so. But never, I'm going to teach never, you a lesson. It's never easy. If you know what you feel in your gut, you're like, this isn't working anymore. This isn't for me. Yep. You got to pull the plug absolutely so that could have been better but i learned a huge lesson and now like going forward i will never allow that ever again zero what about you yeah i think it's exactly i had the exact same thing i was going through the same thing like you like it's uh if it doesn't pass the sniff test anymore why the heck am i just trying to drag it on just because i used to always you know and i think i think that would that frees up a lot of happiness yeah you can come to a conclusion of like this isn't working anymore agreed 
The next couple questions, we're not going to do them, but I want you guys to do them at home because this could be like a five hour situation. Uh-huh. And we're already going deep into this podcast, but I want you guys to journal in your grimoire, your journal or whatever. I want you to journal your highlights from 2023. I would like for you to journal your accomplishments. Think of the uh, wheel of life. Maybe use those as ideas. Go through your phone. Go through your social media. Look at all the highlight reels. Look at all the fun pictures you took. Look at all the fun things you did. Go through your big wins. Talk about who the people were that helps you along the way. And then the next question would be, what made me feel the most passionate this year? Okay. The question after that is, what made me feel the most accomplished this year? So think about what made you feel the most passionate? What made you feel the most accomplished in 2023? Um, what, amplif- what actions amplify my energy the most? What actions make me feel alive? What actions make me feel the most energized? Because those are super important things because that's what you probably should be desiring more of in 2024. This is a question that I feel like a lot of people can say right off the top of the head. What drained my energy the most? For me, like I said, it goes back to like just not like knowing something's wrong and just like making excuses for why it shouldn't go away. I think that that was my biggest drain. What you same with you? I say the same. Yeah, because we usually were always on the same life lesson. Yeah, yeah. Couple of different people of or uh, masks different, but usually the same type. Mm-hmm. Of thing. The next question is: What is the one action that kept me feeling stuck this year? What is the action that kept me feeling stuck this year? Um, the next question is: uh, Let's see, what were the biggest lessons I learned in two thousand and twenty three? What was my grand lesson of 2023? So if you had to choose one big, hard, stinky dick lesson, what would it have been? The next question is, how did my life evolve in 2023? The next is, what about 2023 am I most grateful for? The next question is, what am I leaving behind from 2023? For me, it's definitely people-pleasing. And keeping myself small so that other people around me won't feel insignificant. Mm. Because if you're going to ride this ride, you're going to be this tall. Yeah. And that's just the damn, tr- damn truth. <laughs> if you're going to ride the ride, you're going to be this tall. That's right. That. That's right. Um, the next question is, this is the last question, is what is the one thing that I was not giving myself consistency in. Because I think that consistency is definitely the key um, when it comes to anything that you're trying to up-level yourself in. Uh, So those are some shadow work questions for your journal. I hope that you enjoyed them. I hope that you really do this work. Um, this is the stuff that we do every day over on the ambitious app. So like I said, if you haven't joined the ambitious app yet, or you haven't done the seven day free trial, go to the show notes, get in that seven day free trial, and you're going to absolutely fall in love with it. Um, any closing words, Matthew Babine? You know, thank you for having me on You're welcome. to just add the one thing that I'm really grateful that I learned over 2023 is to be grateful for like the small wins because you know life throws a lot of stuff at you but when you add doing a couple things that you're winning in 
take the time, like we talked about, and really celebrate, you know, and really acknowledge because the other big thing will happen, but you got to take the wins along the way. Yeah. And I think that's what I learned in 2023. It's not going to be one defining moment. I think you're going to really take every single moment that things are going great or better and, and celebrate those things. So true. Um, if you guys saw, if you're watching this podcast, we've been drinking out of our little mugs here. Matt's been drinking out of his Winnie the Pooh mug, and I've been drinking out of my just white cup. <laughs> show, show, show the Winnie the Pooh mug to the people at home. I, I drink that out of this mug because it's like if you wake up in the morning and you have this guy uh, with the sunshine and flowers, how the hell can you have a bad day? I guess. Right? <laughs> that wouldn't really do Actually, it for me. Karina, Karina gave me this when she was about three or four years old. So, so you've had that mug that long? Long time. Oh my God. That's yes. amazing. Well, we've been drinking Life Boost Coffee and Life Boost Coffee has totally changed my life. I talk about it all the time. You love Life Boost Coffee. We love bring it. it everywhere with us. Um, if you scroll down to the show notes, they're a sponsor. Uh, you get 50% off your first order. You just cannot order the discounted stuff and you cannot order um, a membership. You just have to order a one-time uh, purchase and you get 50% off your first purchase of Life Boost Coffee. And I promise you, <sighs> you it's going to change your life. You're not going to shit your pants when you drink coffee. No. Remember, we used to just always shit our pants when oh. we drink coffee. Yeah, bad coffee, apparently. <laughs> you've had some You've had some times yes. going into the city, yes. shitting your brains out yeah. from yeah. drinking donkeys. Donkeys will kill you. For me, anyways, I'm oh, drinking it's like I got to, what the hell's wrong with me? Yeah. So if you're drinking coffee. younger. Yeah, you just you thought you had like I some fucking a, bowel syndrome. I it was incontinent. <laughs> I, is, is incontinent shit I too? I, I think it's just pee. Just oh really? Mm. Well, I don't know what it calls. When you, when we'll you have to Google it. Like, we'll have to Google it. So that wasn't good. <laughs> but thank you to Life Boost Coffee for being the sponsor of the Ambitious Podcast. I'm sure they're gonna love us talking about shitting our shitting our pants while we're uh, plugging them. Also, uh, don't forget about the AKA. So if you ask a question and I use your podcast idea, I'm going to send you a beautiful gift. You can just email me the question or the topic at help at kbmfc.com. Please share this podcast with as many people. We put a lot of work into this podcast. It's a, a lot of a lot of you know pre-work. It's not just the actual podcasting itself, the research that goes into it, the time, um, paying to actually produce the podcast. So all I ask for you guys to do is share it with as many people as possible to help make this ambitious, a real true movement, a global movement. Don't forget to review this podcast. And if you do share the podcast on any of your socials, don't forget to tag me at Katie Boyd Ambitious. So I can also thank you personally and send you a gift. And last but not least, we are still going to Madeira yes. in April. There's only a few spots left. We're going to have the time of our lives. I have so many surprises for you. Um, if you want to ask me any questions about Madeira as well, just email me at help at kbmc.com and I'd be more than happy to answer any of your questions about the ambitious in Madeira Portugal retreat that's happening this April in 2024. And in the meantime, don't forget to stay ambitious. I love each and every one of you from the bottom of my little black heart and I will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye guys.